We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech, that's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team, no heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along to say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast of the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your host. I am also the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Check it out. Lots of cool articles, lots of great podcasts for your listening and reading pleasure. Uh, Today on the podcast, as always when it comes to the At The Diner podcast, I have two fantastic co-hosts joining me in the festivities and revelry. Uh, You know them, you love them. Let's start with the introductions. First off, we have an incredibly talented musical artist in his own right. He also has his own podcast on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. It's called The Overflow. His name is MC Brooks. Yeah, chapter 34 tomorrow. I don't feel any different, but my my knees disagree. (laughs) <laughs> I'm a few chapters ahead of you, man. I just hit chapter 40 on uh, on Tuesday. So uh, I forgot that February is uh, two thirds of our of our birthdays. That's pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, once this pandemic thing is done, hopefully it'll be right around the time of Mr. Rambo's birthday. Then we can have like a big get together of, of some sort. That'll be something I'm looking forward to here. Yeah. Um, second on our co-host list, we have the beautiful, wonderful, talented in so many ways. He is a great visual artist. Not only that, he's well-versed in all things geeky and nerdy as far as comic books, as far as movies, so much so that he has gained professor status here on The Great Geek Refuge. His name is James Rambo. Don't knock leftover Thai food for breakfast. I mean, who would, right? Yeah. Let's start, before we get into the comic book, uh, geeky, nerdy stuff, I want to talk about this. What's the best thing you guys have had to eat this week? Hmm. I, I will I will start. Um, because it was my birthday this past week, um, I did nothing but eat just whatever I wanted, and it was fucking fantastic. Not the healthiest choice, mind you, but still, it was very enjoyable. Um, there is a Jamaican joint down here called Taste of Trelawney. Um, I am giving them free advertisement because I love them so much. Taste of Trelawney <laughs> in Fredericksburg. You want authentic Jamaican food? Come on down. It's pretty dope. Um, I got jerk chicken. I got uh, rice and peas, which is basically like pigeon peas. So it kind of looks like beans, but they're super delicious. Um, cabbage. Uh, we got plantains. I got a Jamaican beef patty. Jackson, I split that. Like just absolutely fantastic. Like I I could eat this every single day if if – I had the money and the health to be able to pull that sort of thing off, but I don't. Um, Just absolutely fantastic. I loved every minute of it. But then on my actual proper birthday on Tuesday, we went to this place called uh, Ichiban, which is like sushi and and Pan-Asian cuisine. So like I got like a Korean, um, like a spicy pork um, bulgogi rice bowl. And then we got a bunch of sushi to split. It was just like just absolutely phenomenal. Um, so it was a tie between those things. So Ichiban here in Fredericksburg or um, or uh, Taste of Trelawney uh, also here in Fredericksburg. Those are my two like best things I had all week. Yeah, I think uh, for me, 
don't know. I was feeling ambitious earlier this week. I, I've, I mean, I too have like not really been paying attention to like what I've been eating, <laughs> like <laughs> healthy or not. I've just been like, yeah, I want this. So I'm just going to have it. Yeah. Um, I f- I'm planning to get back on track, you know, after my birthday. That's that's my excuse right now. Well, that's um, only fair, you know. I think the best thing I had this week was so like I was really craving pasta, and uh, I don't know I don't know about where you guys are, but here like I've been grocery sh- I've, I I I generally go for groceries every week, and it seems like prices are going up, and none of the stores around here seem to have anything. Yes. Like, gener- like we run generally, like the same thing. Yeah, so like, like cause generally I'll just make pasta. Pasta is not uh, not like terribly complex to make. Um, so generally I would, but um, you know, unfortunately the local places are out of everything. So I went to the next best option, which was uh, the Three Brothers that's near me. Um, oh shit! Three bro- yeah, Three, bro- <laughs> <laughs> three Brothers. I've been with Three Brothers in years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I until I moved out here, I hadn't really had them. I, I think the only time I ever had them was when I would spend time in College Park. Hang on, is it uh, like an Italian joint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it that? Is it that good? I mean, no. But <laughs> I mean, you can do you can do worse. Yeah, you, it's not the best, but you can definitely do I got worse. You. Than three is it like it, on it par with the place I took you when you were down here, Rambo, the Vinny's, where it's not like amazing, but like it's good and it's. Decent. I would say lesser than that. It, really? The thing no about shit. Three Brothers okay. is it's just it's a it's a Maryland chain. Yeah. And it is perfectly reliable. Like you yeah. know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Okay. Um, like you know, it, it was like the, one of the first places I ever had like you know big floppy pizza slices. Um. And they do like Italian ice and, and, you know, it, it's more like put it this way. It's not a destination, but it is, there's a, there's a three brothers in, uh, in Billy Plaza mall. And oh, yeah, <laughs> that is Wasted like that's a lot of time spot. there in high school. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the fucking spot. Like that's, that's where you're going. You go, Oh, I got five bucks. Okay. I can get like two slices with that. Uh, Literally, slices are two fifty. It's two fifty for a jump for a jumbo slice. No shit. So and like they're like they're not my like I don't go there because when I want pizza, when I want pizza, I will actually order from a, like an actual pizza place, unless I literally just have unless I'm literally just like okay, I have like nothing, I have no money, but I want a slice. That's that's what's good for. Um, but I saw that the one near me, now now like the one near me. I don't know if it was because before I moved out here, I hadn't had three brothers in a number of years or if they're just legitimately good, but I actually like ordering from them. Yeah. Cause I remember I like, I like, I like everything Rambo said is correct. Like I spent a lot of time at Bellway Plaza in high school. Yeah. Like I'm hip. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like I saw that the one near me, like they, you know, they, um, they recently upgraded their menu and they had this thing on there called new Orleans pasta. Oh, and and like I've, I like I see people like you know people post food videos on TikTok and social media all the time, and I often see it. I'm like, okay, that seems like it. That seems like it'd be it could taste good. I don't really know what's all in it, <laughs> or or anything like that. But you know, like depending on my mood, I can be a sauce guy, especially if I know the sauce is gonna be good. Yeah, sure. So I was really ambitious, and you know, I like you know what. I'll try this as like at worst, at worst, I wasted a couple bucks and I got other stuff so that I could know that, Hey, if this is not good, I at least have stuff here that I can eat. And I know never order this like from, from this here, this place again. 
Yeah. And so yeah, I ordered you know ordered New Orleans pasta like not really knowing what to expect, and it was surprisingly delicious. Nice. And I mean, like I I love spicy food. Like you know, like I you know if if I can you know I don't want to burn my tongue off, but I can if I can have a little bit of a kick to it, then yeah, yeah. give give me give me that shit. Um, and yeah, that was that was kind of like that was the I had that earlier I had that earlier this week. Uh, with um, I'm actually thinking about making it because the the one the the one good thing about like the internet is. You know, being able to find recipes for stuff, <laughs> being able to find recipes for stuff. Yeah. So that was pretty good because I really do like Cajun seasoning. Uh, probably the only other good thing I had was I made soup yesterday because I was really cra- I was craving soup, but like I don't have it. I'm not ordering hospital food Panera soup. I'm, I'm good on that. <laughs> spending forty five dollars for one meal. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Yeah, they, their prices have also gotten really ridiculous too. My. My mom really likes Panera, so like we do get it occasionally. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not 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 a fan. So I ended up um, just kind of, you know, getting some vegetable broth and adding some seasonings and some noodles and vegetables uh, yesterday. And you know, you know, uh, black folks, we like to say we uh, we we uh, we just use feeling when it comes to seasoning. We're not we're not measuring. No tablespoons. No anything. Just kind of. You know, I'm shaking until I I feel like I have enough in there, and I feel like I got it right. So that ended up being that ended up turning up uh, turning out really good because I ended up eating the entire pot yesterday. Damn. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, th- those are probably the two best things I had this I had this week. Nice, Mr. Rambo. Um, we've been doing HelloFresh for a couple weeks now. Yeah. Um. Which has been good for me because it's it's been getting me back in the kitchen, um, and helping me to work on my biggest problem with cooking, which is my timing. Um, I also, for some reason, can't make rice. I fuck up rice every time. Really? Um, <laughs> I need to start adding more water. Uh, it should be two to one ratio is what I use. It it it's supposed to depend on like the kind of rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the kind of rice. Yeah. And some because some some take longer than others to absorb depending yeah. on I'm going off uh, of like the, white gra- rice. the grain length yeah yeah depending like white on your rice, grain length and all of that yeah white rice two to one throw it in a pot like once it starts boiling cut it all the way down to low put a lid on it let it cook yeah. for fifteen minutes and yeah, then that's, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. good yeah exactly like and that that's how I've been doing it for years and for some reason the last couple of years I just keep fucking it up not like burning it but but like sticking to the bottom of the pan. And there was a time oh, where yeah, for a yeah, long, yeah. long time I was just nailing it. I was acing it. And I don't know what happened, but I've lost the touch. Um, but uh, the, I, me getting things ready so that everything is ready at the same time is an issue for me. Yeah. Um, and HelloFresh is really good about um, laying out instructions in, in such a way that you're if, if you're if you're following the instructions um you will be able to to hit that sweet spot pretty well but uh among the various recipes we've gotten recently this week uh we got uh or actually rather last week some birria tacos um which i have never had yeah they've become really popular lately like they're i hear about them all the time yeah super fucking popular um, if these are any indication of how good this meal is, I need to have more of these. 
Um, it's 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 like a Latin uh, uh, French dip. Um, oh shit! Yeah, you, you you get a little cup of of uh, of like soupy broth, um, and you just dip your fucking you you dip your fucking pan fried taco into it, um, and it is delicious. And I supplemented it with some uh, some what did I make? Some fucking beans. Oh, and we had a salad. Um, HelloFresh is very good about sending you like, okay, this is this is the right amount of food you need. But sometimes that means that variety drops off. So if I had just made what they sent us, we'd have just had the tacos, which are good. But I'm like, I should probably have a little bit more of a vegetable in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, no, they, those came out really, really well. Um, not at all difficult to make and uh, and super fucking tasty. I mean, I made a, a like a, a bulgogi seasoned um, pork tenderloin last night too. Came out, dude. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, I absolutely. For whatever reason, I love Asian flavored anything. So like whether it's Korean, whether it's Japanese, whether it's like Thai, whether it's um, Vietnamese, Filipino, all of it. Just fucking absolutely love it. So like a bulgogi seasoned pork, like goddamn, but that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty great. Um, and like I said, they're, they're really good about being, uh, clear about, like, you look at it and you're like, I don't know if this is enough food. And I don't know how much that is just the fat man in me, but I, I look at the actual right amount. And I'm like, that's too little. And then I actually eat it and I'm like, oh no, no, that was exactly what I needed. That, <laughs> like, <laughs> I am not overly full and uncomfortable. Um, I'm actually pleasantly sated with what I had. Good job, everybody. Well, wait, way to pull together. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's always nice to talk food, especially because we all love food. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that we all had something that was like pretty pretty dope this week because I shared a, a TikTok that was 100% accurate and I'll share the sentiment with all of you as well. Um, yeah, you know, break my heart, break up with me, you know, divorce, that's fine. But paying for food that sucks is the worst feeling in the goddamn world. Ugh. Like just a shitty meal, like just ugh, yeah, exactly. That yeah, just ugh is the best way to describe it. There's no other way to define it other than like this is awful and I hate it. Like you feel you feel gross. You're just like I can't believe I spent money on that shit. I can't believe I spent money to be disappointed. This is the best it way to describe it. It does. It does. And we'll talk about that uh, next week when we talk about the book of Boba Fett. Um, so. <laughs> We have a special guest for next week, so we're saving our, our book of uh, book of Boba Fett uh, conversation for next week when we have our guest on. Uh, but this week, when we're talking geeky, nerdy things, we are talking about Peacemaker because, man, again, just like I said the, the last time we talked about this show, I did not expect this to be as good as it was because, I, again, I didn't think the Suicide Squad was going to be as good as it was. But, like, just to kind of, like start like starting remarks here and then we'll go kind of round table. I, I thoroughly enjoyed every single episode of this series. There was some depth to character that James Gunn has proven. He is really, really good at uh, when it comes to his various creations that he has. Um, it's, it's made it so that James Gunn is now a name for me that I will make sure I watch whatever he does. 
Um, I have some directors that are like that. Um, it used to be like that with Scorsese and then he became kind of an old jerk. Um, it used to be like that with Tim Burton, but then he got really, really, really into Johnny Depp and that was weird and freaky. Um, he's like that. Um, I'm trying to think of any other directors that I have that are like that as well. Um, I don't have a lot of them that, that are, but James Gunn is kind of the new go-to for me when it comes to those sorts of things. Um, yeah, let's go around the room. Like I, I want, and we'll go into more depth uh, as far as like what we liked, what we didn't like, uh, what was interesting about it. But just like passing remarks, just fucking bravo. And like John Cena, it was difficult because I didn't see him the entire series. However, um, his acting chops are just like this dude can <laughs> act. Like I just expected him to be like every other wrestler, where it just like you come out and they're charismatic and they just let let their charisma kind of carry them through. But this dude has some serious acting chops, and like this was a deep role. This required a lot of emotional depth, and he fucking nailed it. Not only that, that piano playing scene, that was all him. Mm -hmm. Like just bravo to John Cena. Like I, it just and 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 what's even better too. Is like, you know how we've talked about Dave Batista and how much we all love Dave Batista. And like Dave Batista is not going to be winning any acting awards anytime soon, but God damn it, that guy gives 110% in every single role that he's in. And like Dave Batista just is full on. He's a nice dude. Like he gives a shit about people and he tries real, real fucking hard. John Cena, same tries really really hard is an incredible dude i've mentioned before like how much he does for charity how much he does for make-a-wish kids but like then also too to be this good of an actor it's just like he fucking it's always awesome when you see good people do good things and like that's that's kind of how i feel about this so um let's go around the room let me let me hear what you guys thought about this and then we'll go into into the depth um thoughts on uh on peacemaker as a whole before before i give my thoughts when asked the question, is it too soon to say that he's the best wrestler turned actor? Uh, let's see. How how dare you disparage the good name of Jesse the Body Ventura? I was just thinking, I was like, <laughs> so there's, there's, there's Ventura, there's Hulk Hogan, uh, Andre the Giant only did like one, maybe two movies. Um, I think I mean, he's a better actor than The Rock, for sure. Yeah, I, I think that's that's really the benchmark is yeah. the rock so far has been the like the top three go in order. John Cena, the rock, Dave Batista. And yeah. even but even between Batista and the rock, I'm a little I, like I'm I'm kind of back and forth on on who I put in that number two spot. Yeah, um, I, mean, I don't think you'd be wrong for Batista because I mean, like if we're being honest, the rock is a volume shooter. Like that's that's really oh, what I'm out to. It's, the roles aren't necessarily impactful so much as he just does a ton of them. Mm -hmm. And so, like, of course, some of them Absolutely. are going to hit and he's going to have a ton of misses. Yeah, 100%. I think it's I think it's that. And also there's I don't think he's trying to play anything other than action hero. No, which is fun. Yeah. Um, I think he's I, cut from I think he's cut from that 80s wrestler movie cloth, which is fine. He's. He's Jesse the Body. He's Hulk Hogan. He's Roddy Roddy Piper. Like, that's who he is. And, like, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just if we're talking about actor and acting quality and ability, yeah, I'm going to give it to Batista and I'm going to give it to uh, to Cena now. I think they're better yeah. actors than than uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I, I think we're going to get, funny enough, I think we're going to get an opportunity to see more of his range in Black Adam. 
Oh, that, yeah, I was just about to say that. That, that which yeah. is part of the reason I'm I'm excited to see that because it, it doesn't seem like it's just going to be action hero action hero movie that like the Rock yeah. generally does. Yeah. Um. And and I don't think any of us are disparaging him either. Like I, I want yeah, that not to be at all, no. Yeah. Still one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. So. Oh yeah. No, and he's and he's fantastic. I think what he does is great. It, again, we're just talking about like pure acting ability. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I think he could. Again, he may blow us. I, I'm ex, I'm expecting good things from the black adam movie yeah same here um but to to bring it full to bring it back to to peacemaker yeah um this series this i mean one i absolutely i I love the series for one and you know it it really it, it really makes me want to tell people to stop questioning like who asked for this whenever things get announced in terms of spinoffs or in terms of series or in terms of just someone they didn't expect getting a chance to be in something. Yeah. Because sure, nobody asked for Peacemaker. I don't, I don't think anyone went into Suicide Squad and thought, oh yeah, no, this guy a thousand percent needs to have his own thing. No, nobody thought that at the end of that film. However, I think we're all collectively like, I'm really fucking happy that we, that they, that they decided to do that. Because yeah. for I mean for 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 one I think that this is absolute this legitimately might be the best DCEU thing to date, and yeah. like that's not even to disparage like the first Wonder Woman movie or Suicide Squad or Shazam. Um, I mean it's definitely the best series in terms of um, in, in terms of series. It's probably going to be the best thing that come that comes out that comes out of it. It's one of the best DC properties that we've had with all shade to the Arrowverse in that regard. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like and well no shade to superman and lois because that that is good um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah like this this series just it hits every emotional note and just when like you they take this character that most people i, I think didn't really care about did like nobody really really cared about and they made you not only care for him but also like, it, it, in some ways it kind of parallels uh johnny and cobra kai and yes. taking this ad, taking this dude who's kind of brash and kind of a dick and, you know, showing that like, well, he's actually he's not just an asshole. He's not just a dick. He's very brash. And there's a lot of things that he doesn't fully understand. But he also has a lot of heart and generally wants to do the do, do the good, do good things and do the right thing. And you know, this show ended up hitting a lot of emotional notes. Um, and, and, and touching on a ton of serious, uh, a touch, a ton of uh, serious things as well in regards to like how they dealt with his white supremacist father. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, just like just to keep it really short in general, like I I, I love the series. I I I'm gonna give myself some time because I definitely want to binge it again. You know, just to just to rewatch it. But you know, just watching week to week, it gave me the same kind of vibes that I got when we were when we were first diving into the those Marvel shows. Uh, last year in terms of not really knowing what like kind of having a little bit of an idea because we were a little familiar with the character from our previous property but not really knowing what the show was going to be and where exactly it was it was trying to take us yeah 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 i would i would definitely agree um rambo um i absolutely love the suicide squad um i think it is one of no, it, it's the best. Yeah, it's the best thing. It's the best thing that the, in the DCEU. Um, up until uh, maybe this point. I, I 
You know, no, I, I, I do still think I prefer the movie. Um, but that is only because it's so fucking good and yeah. it's such a refreshing, um, it, it's just, it's just a, a, a face full of cold water, uh, in terms of what we'd been getting, um, in, in this franchise. Um, and I remember I, I knew that there was a Peacemaker show coming when I was watching that movie. And I as I'm watching the movie, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to this. And then the movie ends and I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I want to follow that character anymore. Because he's he does some reprehensible shit at the end of that movie. Um, and I, I, I was like, you know, Gunn has yet to steer me wrong. But I am real nervous about this. I'm, I'm not sure. I really don't know. And then I saw like a trailer for it. I was like, I am even more apprehensive, even though it looks very charming, because it seems like it's a straight comedy. And that's not... And, and then I, you know, I watched first episode. I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we're... we're, we're not going to shy away from things. In fact, we're going to dive directly into the issues I had with what happened with his character in the movie uh, and his perspective on things. Um, I am so curious, and I, we've talked about this before with uh, with the Suicide Squad. With, it has been in almost every one of his movies. What is his relationship with, like with his dad? Because oh, yeah, with James Gunn, yeah, <laughs> there is some serious father figure shit going on across pretty much every one of his movies. Um, it would be funny as shit if he added like a really really good functional relationship with well, his I mean, dad. Like honestly, it's... It, it, it seems to be the case where it's either it's either really good or really bad. Because if it's really good, you can see like okay, this is why like he he comes from a place of understanding that like. An important relationship with your father is paramount to development uh, of of somebody like somebody's develop somebody's development overall um, as a good or bad person. Um, and if it's really bad, he can be like, you know, I know that if I had, I feel like if I had had a better relationship, things would have been different, and I would feel a lot better and 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 more uh, more uh, self aware and more. Um, just altogether, all, altogether better put together uh, than I am now. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I can't remember if it really comes up in Super. It doesn't really come up in Slither. But both Guardians movies, Suicide Squad, this, this show, um, I'm I'm sure there's stuff I'm missing, but it it. Keeps going back to that well. Um, but yeah, this show has no right to be as good as it is. As funny as it is, as weird as it is. How dare you be this good? <laughs> like, it is. I just don't. I was completely blown away by it. And the fact that he has things like. He has people, you know, dropping lines and super casually like. Do y'all remember where uh, Adebayo and 
her uh, wife are from? No, where are they from? Gotham. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. Adebayo has a single line. A single line, real, like, like in, in, I think, like, the penultimate episode. But let's just go back to Gotham. And me and Katie were watching it, and I was like, fuck, how bad is shit with her right now that she's like, <laughs> you know what? We should just head back to Gotham. <laughs> yeah. Which is like it's it's a it's a really you know it, that's not a moment that really punctuates that scene, but it is one of those like very subtle jokes that if you're listening for you're like Jesus that is that's really bad that is super fucking messed up that you're like this is the better option, um, but yeah no it's it's incredibly well acted. Um, it it deals with so many things that are so intense and serious um while at the same time having a, a character named eagly um and <laughs> like there's no explanation. i gun does a thing that i both love and like it mildly irritates me but i kind of like that it irritates me in that like we never find out why uh uh White Dragon is able to do the shit he can do with science. Yeah, right? He's just he's a super scientist. He just is. He's also a fucking, like, super redneck. Um, but yeah. Yeah, he can build, like, uh, uh, things that, like, break physics. Because why not? Shut up. He can. It doesn't matter why. He he does the full-on com like, like comic book thing of, this is just an aspect of this character. How It, it doesn't matter how. Who fills, who fills up the tires in the Batmobile? <laughs> Nobody. It's a fucking comic book. Yeah. It's a... Uh, well, where does he get all this shit from? Oh, it's a pan-dimensional storage unit where he keeps yeah. all of this crazy shit. How? Ah, fuck it. That's why. That's not what the story's about. Yeah. The story's not about that. Yeah, it is it is incredibly funny and moving and thought-provoking. Um, and addresses every issue I had with his character in the movie. Um, and yeah, like, like doesn't doesn't just doesn't just touch on those ideas, but actually, yeah, it's almost like the movie was there to set up the journey for this character. Yeah, which is also really fucking ballsy. Um, and to hear Gunn tell it, he has well, one we already know we're getting a second season, but two, he has at least one other character from that movie. Uh, that he wants to do a series with that he's talking to HBO about. We don't know who it is. Oh, it's Weasel for sure. Um, the, 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 the <laughs> I, mean, I, was gonna, theory, I was actually going to ask, yeah, I was, I was going to ask who you guys thought that could be. The current strong theory is Ratcatcher 2. I could see that. I could see that. Which makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, do you think that they could they could, afford, they could afford him? I mean, shit. Um, maybe oh, we'll get, Yeah, I was just wondering because like Plus that's... Yeah, a Bloodsport series would be kind of dope. It I mean, granted, though, great. it would be tonally very similar, I would think, to Peacemaker. Not as funny, but, like, yeah, there's that whole, like, the relationship with his with his uh, daughter, but then also that he had a fucked up dad, too. Like, would you want to go to the well twice with that? And can no. you tell a different enough story? I think you definitely can. Yeah. I, and I think the story you tell is you, you tell, like, bigger, more expansive, like... The thing with Peacemaker, the show, is 
he's kind of played as just sort of a goon. Like he's he's a dude who doesn't really know what's going on. Whereas with Bloodsport, I feel like you go the opposite direction where he's yeah. the guy who knows everything that's happening all the time. Yeah. And particularly in the look and design of Bloodsport for the movie, um, he's a young blood character. He looks like a nineties image character. Oh, for sure. And that's what I want. Like if, if anybody was going to make like a fucking Liefeld style property into live action, James Gunn can do it. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's really what I want is I want that kind of like big, crazy action sequence shit. Um, But yeah, I mean, at this point, like, whatever you want to do, man, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Did you just make Batmite cannon? Great. <laughs> That's fantastic. You sure as shit did. Yeah. Like. Fucking Batmite. I, um, but I love, I love how unapologetic they were in describing Batmite. They're just like, yeah, he's this pan-dimensional being. Like, it just, no like trying to gritty it up no trying to like make it like realistic because first off bat, bat mic realistic fuck that noise like they were just like nope this is what it is and i was like dope like it was they did not fuck with it at all and that was fantastic it is so like marvel mar one of the biggest problems marvel has is how much marvel is based in quote unquote reality like how 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 grounded it's supposed to be yeah. Like, there's plenty of weird shit in Marvel, too. But Marvel has nothing on DC in terms of wacky bullshit that they can pull from. Yeah. Um, like, fucking Q. The idea of Q is straight up Mr. Mixie's Pitlick. And Mixie and Batmite are two different sides of the same spectrum. Yeah. Mixie just wants to fuck with Superman. Batmite is Batman's number one fan. Yeah. So, like, there's so many things you can do. And this show is just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Why not? Yeah. Unapolog- like you said, though, that fits with James Gunn. Unapologetic. Don't wink at the camera. Like, you got to believe in this shit. Like like you said from his his uh, horror film oh, roots. Fucking like, horror creators, yeah. man. You've got to be unapologetic about it. And it's honestly, you know who... It's not supposed to be funny. No. That it's not funny that we're doing this. It can be funny overall, but it's not going to be like, oh, what you? It, it's it's not that fucking line from X-Men. It's like, what do you want? Yellow spandex? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, know where you came from, motherfucker. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is, well, we're not here to make fun of it. And that was the problem, though, with that, too, is it's like that whole, like, Gen X mentality of, like, no, I still got to be cool no matter what. I always have to be cool and I can't care about things. Like, yeah, no, 100%. Difference between him and Brian Singer. Yeah, man, I I can't say enough good things about like, never never once did we skip the intro. I mean, no, yeah, like, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I I did I did the first like I watched it the first time and then I was like eh. and like episode two episode three episode four I skipped it right and then like I watched it again because everybody was talking about like oh you can't skip it because the first time I'm watching it I'm like why are they so serious like their facial expressions are so stoic and then like watched it again and I was like this makes it even better honestly like everyone is so serious about this ridiculous dance and that it just was yeah it fucking dead on and if that song if that song doesn't like get you hype man I don't know what is gonna get you hype because that yeah the the fucking band uh, Wigwam, 
Yeah. They, like, I think their touring producer or their touring manager dumped them the day before the show dropped. Well, that was stupid. <laughs> and they knew it was coming. The band was like, but you don't understand. Like, we have, no, we haven't been booking gigs, but like, this is going to hit and it's going to be a big deal. We're doing the, th- we're the theme song for this HBO series. Yeah, we're just not really interested anymore. Okay. I guess you probably got a much better deal after that those fucking guys yeah yeah that was yeah that the intro um yeah absolutely and like yeah across the board and like i can't believe that there were people who were trying to shit on um james gunn's wife and the fact Uh, that not wife but uh yeah oh partner i'm sorry Yeah. yeah okay um but they were trying to be like, oh, well, this is nepotism and this is why he cast her. Okay, cool. She was also fucking great. She's fantastic. She's absolutely fantastic in the show. Yep. And I... Jennifer Holland is her name. Um, yeah, no. There was a conversation in another group I'm in where somebody's like, well, you know, nepotism isn't really a thing anymore. Like, they they, they found that it... it uh, it, it costs too many productions, too much money and things like too many things went bad. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Everyone everywhere for all time has and will continue to hire their friends and loved ones. Because that's what you do. It's what you do. <laughs> like, Do you really think that they've phased out nepotism in Hollywood? <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. It's not, it's not real. It's a no, liberal conspiracy. Mayor, all merit-based, yeah. <laughs> I, it was, it was, and it was said with such conviction. Like, yeah, no, they don't do that anymore. Okay, wow, you really believe this? <laughs> That's like saying racism doesn't exist anymore. There's a yeah. black president. There's no more. There was racism. a black president. We're done. <laughs> so Congratulations, everybody. Good job. Great work, everyone. <laughs> oh, um. So, um, if you look at republicworld.com and you search James Gunn, and let me read this. This is from April 24th of 2020. James Gunn dedicates Guardians of the Galaxy films to his late father in a heartfelt post. Go, and this is not confirmation that his father, that like everything was great and everything was wonderful with his relationship with his father, but he definitely had a really good relationship with his dad. In fact, his parents have a cameo in the Guardians of the uh, Galaxy movies. Um, they were, I guess, his mom and dad saying, what is it? That's them in the movie. Like, I don't know what scene exactly that is. I, I'd have to go back and watch it. But he says in, in a couple of tweets, he said, that's my mom and dad saying, what is it? My dad passed away a few months ago. I was able to dedicate the two Guardians movies to uh, my mom and him at the premiere of this movie. This is a good time to remind everyone that this movie is dedicated to him. Um Additionally, he quoted, uh, one of the greatest joys of my life was standing on stage at the premiere of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and having my mom and dad stand up as I dedicated the film to them. Volume 1 is about a mother's love for her son. Volume 2 is about a father's. With my dad passing three weeks ago, it means even more. So, Brutal. I'm not saying I'm not saying it was a great relationship because we don't know for sure. But, like, I would say that it's he's got to have a good relationship with his dad or had one, you know, God rest his soul. Because you wouldn't dedicate a movie to somebody that you fucking hate. It's true. I it doesn't necessarily mean though it wasn't a like a, a, a fractious relationship. Oh yeah, no, there could still like, be stuff. Yeah, you know, of a, a lot of uh, uh, 
hoping for the the love and attention you get. I don't know. It, it's just it's very clear. Like his parents are are very very important to him, yeah. good or bad. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Did y'all have a particular uh, character preference? Like who has like what's your favorite character from the show? I think it's obvious. <laughs> Vigilante. <laughs> that fucking guy. That like, is... like, I. I'm I'm really interested to see what they're gonna do with him because they he's got some really 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 fucked up mental issues, and they mention them in the show, and they somehow make a character based on these mental disorders that are pretty troubling, likable. Freddie Stroma is a hell of an actor. Yeah. Oh, Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's such a different take on the character, too, because like we got an Adrian Chase in season five of Arrow who had much more of the, the same kind of disorders. But it was, you know, he, he pretty much played with like played up to be a villain like yeah. this goofy. <laughs> I only kill I only kill white people, white bad guys take on the character for me was was brilliant. Cause I, th- <laughs> I think I because I think for for most of us, like just looking at him. Like without even seeing the show, just looking at him, you're like, that guy's gonna be a superhero, or that oh, guy's gonna be a hero in this movie. Yeah. Like really, him? And then you watch it, and then you see it, and you see like how how much of a like fanboy he is for for Peacemaker, and you know just like their banter back and forth, and you're just like, damn, that's like, you know what, this guy's alright with me. And 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 I also think the jail scene for me is like one of the best scenes from the entire show. Oh yeah. That oh my god, that fucking sequence. I he, and he's he delivers it so matter of factly, like with such <laughs> confidence and such comfort. Yeah. yeah. I just want to point out too because like when they first brought him in and you heard the voicemails that he left Peacemaker, I was like, okay, he's going to be like a fanboy and he's going to be like really shitty. Like you know what I mean? Like that was that was my first take. I didn't know much about the um, character before that, so I just figured that he was just going to be like this this joke of a character, and Peacemaker was just annoyed with him all the time, kind of thing. Um, but then when he starts kicking ass, and I'm like, oh fuck, this guy's really good. Like he's amazing. He's he's a psychopath, but okay. Like I was not surprised, but like or impressed, but it was just like okay, so this is somebody that I that you actually do have to take seriously, and like when they're outside the house and they have to take out Goff's family and he's just like, hang on, no, 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 let me do it. And he just goes in there and pops off like three shots real quick. I was like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Like it's nothing. But then again, that explains his mental health issues too, because he was explaining, he was like, yeah, no, I'm a, what do you say? I'm a sociopath. Is that what he said? Um, uh, I, I can't remember. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but basically he's just like completely detached from all emotion. And like can't emotionally uh, attach to anybody, and I was like, oh wow, okay. Um, and they and they played it so straight, but also too, again, like you care about this character that's a that's a nut job, <laughs> and like who just murders people, and it's not a thing. Um, but the same thing with Peacemaker. But like they gave depth to Peacemaker, and I'm wondering if maybe in season two they're going to do the same thing with Vigilante, because I feel like there's some story behind that. There's yeah, there's definitely more you can do with that character. Yeah. Um, and and it's also, you know, 
his his whole thing like oh i don't feel emotion it's not true like he might believe it but this is not true like how upset is he when he leaves prison yeah like I, you know i think i made everything worse and he's he's like about to break down yeah yeah, yeah. it's it fuck that show is the best possible evidence for nearly everything that Warner Brothers has been doing for the first, like particularly the first like three or four movies, yeah. being wrong. Like the 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 you, yeah, you don't turn away from the skid, you turn into it. Like yeah, you have so much that you can do that is just completely different from other other properties. Right. And you're trying to like homogenize it and ground it in reality and all this bullshit. No. 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 Yeah. No, goddammit. Yeah. How, how, how did you guys feel about the whole like butterfly story um, throughout? Like, did, did you think that was a good choice as far as like, like what to do with this character and like bringing him as part of like a, a special ops team for, for that whole thing? I thought, first off, I'd never heard anything about the butterflies, uh, butterflies previously in the DCEU or the yeah. DC Comics universe. Um, so that was really interesting. But additionally, too, like that twist at the end was like, now we're actually here because, you know, we saw what was going on with your planet and we realized how fucked up it is and that y'all aren't going to do anything to fix it. And I was like, wow, okay. So now they're going to do the same thing. They're, they're literally going to do the same thing that Marvel did with Thanos. Remember how people like, uh, again, people that are idiots, like we're like, Thanos was right. They're oh, gonna yeah, do the, the same butterflies thing. were right, yeah. Yeah, the butterflies were right. They're going to do the same thing. And like, again, not a bad choice at all. I think it's really fucking interesting. Um, but like, yeah, it was a, it was a really, really cool. Thing. And goddamn, that nod to the Justice League at the end when they showed up, that was so fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you fuck fish. <laughs> I wish people would stop saying that. And Barry's like, you do fuck fish though, right? True. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Barry. <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> Like that, that it was just absolutely dynamite the way they nailed that. Um, but cause that, cause that th I think that's also like one thing that so many of us like who like, like DC were like, that's what, that's kind of what we, we, like we wanted, we, we want, we do want the justice league to be a thing and to be good, but we also kind of want that, like that banter between them. Like we, we see it with the Avengers pretty much all the time. We've yeah. seen it through, through, various movies through the, the the actual avengers movies and then when other characters will pop up in someone else's uh someone else's movie like you you get that banter that that's like kind of dope and i think that like them including that and also doing it in such a way that doesn't feel like it's a like it's a disservice to their character like it's perfect and like it it makes me want more because it, it really does make me curious what their what their plans are for the for the Justice League going forward, because, you know, like I like personally, I thought that maybe what DC was going to do is maybe try to focus a little bit more on just like 
individual stories and then maybe like somewhere down the line eventually get back to like a team up thing so like i wasn't expecting like any like anyone else to like pop up in peacemaker i was i would wasn't expecting anyone to pop up in whatever this other series ends up being or or anything like that but the fact that they included them and the fact that james gunn in an interview said that he like he wanted the justice league to be there um it, it was all it was it was already he was always planned and he said he had to make sure he got permission from from dc to to be able to include them like it, it it makes me it makes me wonder like what what the plan is going forward because even though james gunn did say that he wanted the justice league in there he did he he later also said that he doesn't want to be the person responsible for like handling the justice league stuff like handling their next arc or their next movie yeah. or bringing the characters together or anything like that but um it it it, it does just make me wonder because like we we've talked about dc a ton here and you know we've 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 spoken before about how we don't really know what's going on with the henry cavill stuff like they they don't seem like they want to you know do anything with man of steel 2 and yet like this is now the second time that we have a superman show up on screen or like or be involved yeah. in a dc property and so it's like well okay what's like what's happening here like are 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 we eventually going to get cavill back in the suit because i mean he's been very vocal <laughs> like yeah. he, like, it, like any chance he gets to say yeah i would love to play the character again he, he he definitely does it. he did it in his recent media run for the witcher he did it for the previous run previous media run for the witcher that he wants to do it so like is that like is that the thing because i mean I, I assume gal probably couldn't like probably just wasn't around for the cameo um and it was probably just easy to get Ezra and um, um and I can't even, yeah yeah Jason yeah it's easy just to, to to get them to come come be involved but it, it does make me wonder like what their what their plan is going forward because I, I was almost certain that they were maybe just going to focus on doing individual stuff and this tells me that they at least on some level still want to have a Justice League um going forward in in whatever iteration um and i was a little frustrated at first that batman and cyborg weren't there like we know in real life why they weren't there like that's obvious but i I really was curious as to what their in-universe reasons were going to be and james gunn did say that he can't like he knows but he he can't say exactly why it was only those four who showed up as opposed to like the entire league showing up yeah i mean overall just if, if, i mean just fucking phenomenal just great job across the board by everybody in this series um but that's a great tie-in too, mc because you were talking about like where's batman um uh, and we, it was a question we were all asking at the end of peacemaker but it's also a question that's been asked in the cw universe as well um because of the batwoman series but also because of arrow because essentially arrow was more or less a batman series for the first couple yeah. of seasons <laughs> for the most um, part yeah You've been following the CW and again too, like thankless work there as well, because like I know that there's some shitty stuff that you keep running into. Oof. So yeah. Um so we appreciate that you were taking this bullet for us, big man. Um tell me a little bit about what's going on with Batwoman, because I want to kind of dovetail into this and talk about it a little bit. Um and then we'll close up shop and we'll do our uh, our second episode here. But like what exactly where is Batman from from what we know in the Arrowverse? Okay, so 
it's so it's interesting because it's not it's not even uniquely an Arrowverse thing. It's 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 def it's definitely a, a thing, but it's it's kind of just DC with their with their properties in general right now. So like we we discussed, I don't want to say like well probably well over a year or two ago about how like recent depictions of Superman have have all been going down this thing of, hey, what if Superman were evil? I think that makes it more interesting if he if he were just bad. Um, and so we're seeing kind of like a sort of similar thing with Batman in like DC's adapt TV adaptations of of their media. Um, so like if we talk about Batwoman, um, which does play take place in Gotham in the Arrowverse, uh, in universe, Batman just up and disappeared, and no one has heard from him for about three years. And there's been no in-universe explanation of where he is, what happened, or kind of anything like that. And like, if that were just kind of like a one-off thing, I think we could just be like, oh, okay, well, okay, sure. But they recently just announced that uh, there's a new series called Gotham Knights with no relation to the video game that's coming out. But uh, a, a new series called Gotham Knights, which in which Batman has been murdered, he's been killed, and his adopted son, who we is now confirmed is now confirmed to be Dick Grayson, um, as Robin, not Nightwing. But uh, Robin is now going to team up with like the children of Batman's enemies in order because they're I guess they're being I think it's like they're being blamed for his death or or something like that. And there's some interesting stuff going on with that. We got confirmation that Spoiler is going to be part of the cast for that. And also uh, the daughter of the Joker is going to be part of that also. Um, which is uh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the daughter so, of the Joker. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they don't they don't they don't say outright that it's her. But it's like the, the, the character description is like. Oh, you're you're obviously talking about the Joker here because there's not <laughs> another person in the Rose Gallery that no, this could different. possibly that this could possibly be about. Um, so no, like a different clown-based villain, <laughs> like, <laughs> and like it just like it, it just feels like between that and then like I know neither of you are watching Titans either, and, and you know I, you know hate my I wonder if I secretly hate myself because I, I keep keep you know, going back to that show at this point, but you know, this recent, this, the, like the entire thing of Titans has been this thing of, you know, Batman, like what if he was not only a terrible dad or see a terrible hu uh, hero, but an abusive father as well. There we go. That's exactly what you need from a hero. And, cool. and so like, like on some, like in the beginning, it was kind of, it was kind of interesting um, to kind of see a different, I guess, a different take on uh, like uh, Dick wanting to use that as inspiration to kind of go his own way in terms of being a hero. But the way that the way that they have handled Batman on that show is it is yikes, <laughs> and it it almost feels like it it almost feels like in some ways that they have been scrolling social media. And they see what people who don't follow DC Comics at all say about Batman. And they're like, all right, now what if we include that in the show? 
And so what, what ends up happening is you get stuff in this recent season where like Barbara Gordon is like telling him to his face that he's a piece of shit. Um, and that, and <laughs> like I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that was basically that's basically what she did. They were supposed to be just relaxing. And, you know, Barbara's like, like, what the fuck is what the fuck is wrong with you? And just all this, all this stuff. And like there's just been this recent run with Batman or with depictions of Batman outside of the upcoming film, where it just seems like they they like they want to do something different, but they can't they don't decide to they don't decide to just do something different with other characters. It's like, oh no, we need to make sure we that you know Batman is terrible. Like he's he's either dead, abandoned Gotham, which is like a choice, because like in what universe would Batman ab- ab- abandon Gotham? Yeah. Or yeah. Or or like they just they feel the need like they need to highlight like oh yeah no like you need to know that he is terrible that he he is he is a bad person. And I just I don't understand the decision behind that for, I guess for DC or for the people who are handling DC's DC's properties. Like if you don't want to involve Batman, like cool. Like you don't you don't have to have him in this stuff. Just come up with some explanation. You could even have said, I mean, Titans is not even based in Gotham. They're on the West Coast. They were only in Gotham in this recent season, but that like that that is how they've characterized the Batman that they've gotten in universe there. And and they also do like this really bad trope of like, you know bad guy says something about the he- the hero that everyone knows and so now the whole city turns on him just because the bad guy said it, said so yeah and so it, it, it just it just gets me wonder it just makes me wonder like why dc is choosing to do this with like one of their more popular you know uh characters and you know like is like is this going to be a norm going forward? Like I said, I know we're getting the movie that comes out next month, but like aside from that, like what's the purpose here? Like who who is this? Who are they trying to reach by, you know, by doing by doing this? There's a certain amount of it that like I I I understand and appreciate as far as like artistic license. Like take some take some liberties with characters to a certain degree, you know, but like. There's some of it that just doesn't make sense. And and like you said, people that don't understand the character. Like if to say, oh, Batman was a horrible father. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Like we need context there because if it's like if if Dick Grayson is saying, you know, you were a terrible father and, and Bruce is like, I did the best I could because we're both in the same situation. We lost our parents and like I was trying to help you cope with that and like and Dick Grayson's just an angry teenager slash, you know, 20 something like it's all about that point of view, the perspective. But like just to be like, no, he's a piece of shit. And here's the proof of of how he's a piece of shit. Like that's one thing I, I just like like you said, it seems lazy to a certain degree. It's the whole like, well, Superman's only interesting if he's a bad guy. Why? What's wrong with you that you don't like the concept of hope? You don't appreciate the concept of being an outcast and being an alien to in a world where like you don't fit in no matter what you do. Like that's, what's troubling to me is it's the same thing with Batman, like being a symbol of hope 
in a in an awful situation, like doing whatever you can to save your city. And like, well, you know, obviously he would be a piece of shit because he had money. Okay. Interesting. All right. I mean, I get that because of what is going on in the world, but like, I just, you're not, you don't understand the character if that's, that's all you think he is. It's also all they want him to be. It is, it is what they know of, um, a billionaire. It, it is, it's, it's, it's breaking the character down to its base essentials and leaving out core elements and then saying, oh, well, he's just this. Okay. I, 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 the older I get, the less time, I, time and energy I have for these kind of arguments with people because it's just, you've made your decision. You're probably not, you're, 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 this probably isn't even your opinion. You're coming to this either in bad faith or just kind of lazily. Um, and you don't really want to discuss it. You just want to have a hot take. Yeah. Cool. I, I just, you know, I've, I've, I mean, I've had plenty of, of these conversations where they've been very productive and, and, and interesting and, and, we each get to learn a little more about the other person through their perspective, but it's just so boring. It's so yeah. tired. Like, oh yeah, you know, Batman only Batman only just dressed up in a fetish suit, he punches people. All right, cool. If that if <laughs> that's what you want to take away from the character, fine, that's fine. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know what you're looking for. Like, I, you know, sure, on the surface, uh, a grown man taking a teenage boy in tights and bright colors out to fight crime? Weird. It's fucking strange. Good thing these characters aren't real people. Like, they're not supposed to be judged based on, like actual reality there's a dude who lives in the sewers that has a skin condition and and is clearly like got some mental deficiencies and he keeps getting like hired or just commits crimes <laughs> and that's just okay like that's there's, weird there's a guy there's a guy who fell into a vat of acid and it bleached his skin and he also somehow went insane. But like, let me tell you, oh fuck. While we're talking about things that I cannot stand about the the, the deification of the Joker, the, the fact that people identify, thank you very much, yes. The fact that people identify with this character. And then I don't know whose stupid fucking idea it was to be like, no, no, he's not crazy. He's so sane that, yeah. And I'm like, what kind of bullshit yeah. is that? It's not even <laughs> the real thing. They're like, they're, they're, that's not even the real thing. Like, what, what, like I can't even remember. Oh, he's so smart or something. I can't remember exactly what it, what is. What is the real thing? I mean, I, the that's the th the the thing about the Joker is there is no real thing. That's what's scary about him, and like there's, that's what people are missing. That's what's so scary about him is that he's insane, and there's no reason why. It's it's it's, it's chaos. Yeah, it's, it's chaos as a character, 
But and he's really smart. He's so smart that Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I mean, hey, the thing the thing about that character is I like the idea where like the Joker is developing his own uh, uh, like Joker toxin, um, and that he is really intelligent, but he's also still fucking nuts. Um, I like the I like that character when it can be pretty much anything because he is so chaotic. A story that I would love to tell is a is you use the like really fucked up, really creepy Joker, um, and you can do the whole thing as a one shot, where uh, he's setting up like he's not actually he hasn't actually killed anybody. He's just doing things where you're like everything's really unsettling, um, and it's really disturbing, and you're you're like oh man he's gonna. Like what is this leading to? He's 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 clearly like some kind of bomb. It makes or me think of that episode of The Simpsons where Bart's outside flying the kite at night, and Marge is like, "I don't know what's wrong about it. It's just it's just <laughs> wrong." <laughs> but so so like Batman's following him, and and he's he's always sitting there like a, a second too late, and he uh, he finally catches up with him and pie in the face. That's what it was. He was it was all a setup to throw a pie in Batman's face. And the Joker's just laughing his ass off. Just like got you. holding I up his wrist. Like, let's go, man. <laughs> like, that was that was all I wanted. <laughs> god damn like, it, I got you good, Bats. Like, oh god. And he just walks up and like, you know, spreads a finger through it. And oh, fucking banana cream. So good. <laughs> he's just having a great time. And like you know, you could have you could have like Dick or, or Tim is there as well. They're like fighting, <laughs> they're fighting a laugh themselves because <laughs> it's just so stupid. Because Batman wouldn't laugh at all. It's just like yeah, the, the idea that the Joker just went through all this effort to make him the butt of the joke. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole. Yeah. That's the whole story. Yeah. Because it's it ends up being like I I don't like this idea of particularly this character acting as this uh, avatar for fandom like that is fucked up. There was uh, Alan Moore talked about when he you know after after Watchmen released he would have fans come up to him and be like oh I, I love Rorschach they're my favorite character and he's like great stay the fuck away from me. Yeah. Like if you read that story and you take away that Rorschach is the good guy, yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah. And the idea that like uh you know, oh the Joker and Batman are two sides of the same coin and uh, one bad day. Fuck off. No. <laughs> like the, are they sure can you draw parallels? Absolutely. It, it's Yeah. But you can do that with anything you can yeah. find similarities in any in any i mean that's the whole deal with opposing forces is they're essentially going to be they're, they're going to be similar um because yeah. they have to be yeah but plus uh wasn't wasn't the entire point of like the arkham knight game literally that they're not two sides of like that bruce is like there is no bad day where bruce is going to become that that was the entire yeah. point of like of, of him 
dealing with the fact that he was he was infected and he was hallucin- he would have these hallucinations about what Joker would do if he you know fully got control. And then that entire ending sequence was just like, yeah, no matter no matter how dark down the path I go, no matter how like how bad things get, like no, I'm like I'm not. I'm not going to become you. That's the entire. That was the entire point of that. Yeah, it it it, it ends up being um, this sort of uh, desperate cry for attention and also um, not relevance but uh, justification. I guess yeah. is that no, it's not my fault. Like this could happen to anybody. I mean, that ends up being a huge part of the storytelling in or, or a big plot point in the Killing Joke is Joker seemingly kills Barbara Gordon as far as uh, 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 Commissioner Gordon's concerned. He, you know, tortures, torture, or no, doesn't kill her, tortures her, tortures him, is doing his absolute best to drive him insane. And when Batman finally catches up with Jim, and he's like, you bring him in by the book. Like, he doesn't get to win. And Joker's whole his whole plan is like, no, nah, 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 it could happen to anybody. No, nah, man, it happened to you. And that's really sad and fucked up. But you don't get a pass just because you went through some trauma. Trust me, I know. And yeah, I don't know the the character. You can do some interesting things with them, and. They're certainly worthwhile, but I, I I feel like we're we're at a point where we're we've we've we're past oversaturation. Like oh, everybody's got a Joker story. I mean, like even I just gave you fucking mine. Um, but I I don't need it all to be so fucking dark. Like the the Bat Family stuff works really well as a family, and I'm like one of. Shit! Even as I say this, one of the one of the darkest Joker stories of the last like twenty years is Death of the Family, and one of the reasons that story works is because it leans so heavily on the fact that it's like, no, Bruce has set up a really strong support network with all of his family and all of his adopted children, and the Joker is like, you know what? This was all really better when they weren't all here. I'm gonna get rid of them, and it's just gonna be me and you again. And that's really creepy. The, uh, when, when they play into the, what is it, in Arkham Origins, um, which is, is my favorite of all of those games. Yes. Um, there's this great sequence where the Joker is first being taken to Arkham and it's the first time Harley meets him. And he's telling this story about, or he's relating this, this idea of like, you know, you ever met someone and you just instantly had a bond like you just really felt like they knew you and you knew them and and you had so much in common. And it's really sad because the whole time Harley's like, yeah, I feel the same way about you. And the Joker is just like, I'm talking about Batman. <laughs> and it's it like you can play with those ideas and they can be really interesting. But like there's other fucking stories to tell, like come the fuck on. Yeah. And also, yeah, like fucking uh, Superman would be better if he's a bad guy. I mean, doesn't he's an asshole? He doesn't care about anything. Like, yes, give me, give me the Robins doing their best Bruce Wayne impressions 
all day, every day. That sounds like fucking fun. But that's also a bunch of kids making fun of their dad. Like, yeah. that's engaging. That's fun. That's interesting. But yeah, I, dude, I, I couldn't get past first like two or three episodes of Titans. I think I got I, to the I, first I, episode with with Hawk and Dove, and I was like, this is, I, I'm done. Yeah. Shout out to that dude for getting to, for uh, graduating to, uh, what to is it, Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, We're I talking about he, a fucking cartoon show. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I know, like, I know that dude is happy to be off that grand mess that is that is Titans. Like, I like they did some goofy shit with his character this season. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy for him. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you. Get that? Like, I was, uh, I was, I was talking to someone about someone the other day asked me about Titans, and they were like, "Hey, like my my coworker recommended should I watch it? Like, should I watch it?" And I'm like, just like, no, please don't subject yourself. <laughs> it's like, if you're, if you're, it's like, if you want to see it, like, go watch the old Teen Titans cartoon. Hell, I might even tell you to go watch Teen Titans Go because that can be fun. Sure. Um, but like, yeah, don't, don't, don't waste your time on Titans. It's like, it, the most I'll tell you to do, go, like, some of the fight scenes are cool. So like, go look, definitely go look up some of the fight scenes. But like, in terms of story, yeah, don't even, don't even bother. Because they actually they should watch this the the Superboy origin story because that one that that one is actually a really good episode uh, in terms of Connor. But other than that, yeah, leave the rest of the show leave the rest of the show alone, especially because it's not actually even a Titan show. It is a Bat Family show masquerading as a Titan as a Titan show. Like Dick Grayson is a hundred percent the main character, and everyone else is just kind of there for whatever the story arc for the season happens to be. I think what we've run into is it, it's a very similar thing that we run into, and then we'll wrap up here and uh, go into our next topic. It's a very similar thing that we're starting to see that a lot of people just don't understand the media that they love. So, like, for example, um, we ran into the same thing with Star Wars, where people were like, um, when Last Jedi came out, and they were talking about Luke Skywalker, and like, this isn't my Luke Skywalker, and this is wrong, and he should be and he should be that like i feel like people don't understand batman and like it's those same people who are like well batman can defeat any character if he has enough prep time well batman's actually this and batman's actually that and like it, it's a massive misunderstanding of how the characters work it's the same thing with superman superman's overpowered you're missing the point it's not that he's overpowered it's that he is a god like to humans but like because of the way he was raised and because of these like morals that he has, like all he wants to be is human. Like right. he just, it's... he just wants to fit in. And like the fact that people don't understand that just shows that like how they misunderstand power. Well, if I had that kind of power, I would just destroy it. And anybody who questioned me, like exactly. That's why you don't. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bingo. That's that's the, that's why Superman is 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 a fantasy. Someone having all those all those powers and using it for good, just like Batman is is very similar. Someone with the wealth of a Jeff Bezos, opting to use it for for actual good in his city, as opposed to you know taking arbitrary trips into space, yeah, and, and, <laughs> and treating your workers poorly and making them pee into the, into water bottles because they don't get bathroom breaks. Like, like that, like that's ultimate. That's ultimately what these are. And like, and like I, I've said this before, they're like Batman is 
like if you think of a lot of the the prominent characters in in the in the DC universe, Batman is the is the character that you you have the most ground to tell really grounded stories with. You yeah. can do them with Superman, especially if you're doing something regarding like immigration or anything like that. But in terms of like because you're because you're not doing you're not doing a grounded story with like a Wonder Woman, you know, the, a woman with all of these powers and abilities that comes from the Am the Amazons. Batman is literally just a, a guy who you know trained his ass off, um, you know, in terms of like his you know to get to peak human condition and and does what he does because he feels compelled to not let anyone else go through what he experienced that drove him. You know, like um, there, there's a there's a line from, I think it's from, uh, I think it's from Young Justice where um, him and Wonder Woman are are having like this uh, this conversation, and she's getting she's getting on him about you know the fact that he recruited Robin at a, at such a young age, and Bruce simply replies by saying, "No, I I did it so that he would not become like me, so that he had somewhere to he so that so that he would become better than me. That's the that's the entire point." I don't want I don't want Dick or any of the other Robins to be like me. I want them to be better. Yeah, I mean, and ultimately too, if you want a um, a lesson in what a father figure should be, it's that. You don't want your kids to make the same mistakes you did. You don't want your kids to be like you. You want your kids to be better than you, and like. That's the same thing that Superman's trying to do. I don't want this planet to have the same fate that mine did. Exactly. I don't want my power to corrupt me like I see it's done to Lex Luthor, like I see it's done to Darkseid, like whatever it is that he's like, like, again, just people just missing the fucking point, dude. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and the other thing, too, and this will be my last thing, like, yeah. And here's the thing, like, if you're fatigued, like we're in an era now where like there is a ton of superhero content. Or just fantasy content in general for you to be able to go consume. Like, if you're tired of seeing Batman or seeing Superman or seeing any of these characters, I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to watch them. Like, no one is forcing you to go to to go watch them. You don't have to go to the theaters next month to go see the Batman with Robert Pattinson. Like, you you don't you don't have to go. Oh, they you, won't because they're just gonna call it um, Twilight Batman. Like, I don't want to go yeah. to Twilight Batman. <laughs> cool. Don't. That means there's right. more seats for me. Right. Like, you don't have to watch Superman and Lois as it, as it, as it you know, shows itself to be one of the best new superhero shows in a, in a really long time. Um, yeah. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to watch them. You Like, they're, they're, they're doing all of these other things. And it's funny because, like, they, they're. You can look at a, a show like Naomi, which is currently struggling to find its footing because people aren't watching it. But I'm like, if you have, if you're so fatigued by Superman and Batman getting all this stuff, why don't you go go support Naomi? Go support some of these other shows that may end up getting the the plug pulled because you're not watching them, you're not supporting yeah. them. You know, you, we can get other characters doing stuff. You have to, like, it's one thing to complain; it's another thing to support this the stuff that you're actually trying to see you know the the boys the boys just dropped the trailer for uh, a spinoff uh that's coming to amazon that's yeah. uh that, that'll be that'll be coming out see we know season two of invincible uh will be coming out um that super crooks show on netflix which is a spinoff from um 
Jupiter, I want to say Jupiter's ascending, but I don't think that Jupiter's legacy. Um, this is spin off from Jupiter's like you have alternate stuff that you can go watch. You just gotta make sure that you're gonna go support it and let those of us who are interested in seeing more stories with these characters be able yeah. to enjoy it. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I wanted to mention before we we go ahead and close up shop. Um, in the last episode of uh, Superman and Lois. I was mad at it at first, but now I get it. I was mad when Lois's sister, and spoilers if you haven't seen this yet, so don't, don't listen to this part. When we find out that Lois did an expose. Wait, is, is Rambo back? Um, I don't uh, know. If okay, he's well, I think you're good yet. then. Yeah, if, if he's okay. not back, then you're good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the expose that they do, where um, that basically like con artist is like convinced Lois's sister to like be part of her cult. And like, they they show footage of Lois saying, yes, that's exactly what I said when I did the interview with you. Well, you left out the context and everybody got mad. I remember um, I remember specifically being pissed. I was like, they're doing the same thing that the actual media does. They're doing the same thing that conservatives do where they're like, oh, you left out the context. You left out the context. The context didn't fucking matter. And I started getting mad. And then I was like, whoa, no, hang on. This is exactly what it should be because this is exactly what's going on in the world. Lois yep. Lane did zero wrong, but people are still gonna vilify her anyways because she's not telling them exactly what they wanna hear. And they think that somehow context is gonna fix it. It's fucking not. But yeah, that was the last thing I wanted to uh, state before we jump into our next episode. So, big thanks to MC Brooks. Big thanks to James Rambo for all of this wonderful comic book talk. Um, there's gonna be more, but we're gonna be talking about video games next. We're gonna be talking about video games and the movies that have tried to come from video games <laughs> and it's very <laughs> very miss and a few hits um so we will be talking about that next so make sure you tune into another episode of at the diner um we appreciate you uh, thank you for continuing to listen to our wonderful podcast shenanigans and remember together there are no heights that we can't reach What's keeping me up? Falling apart, man. I keep it a buck. You still act like I'm holding you up. I still feel like I'm totally nice. So tell me what I should have said and not pretend to know that. Things come out my mouth that I should probably learn to hold back. Why do I expect to have the patience that I don't have? Over and over, expecting a different result. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!